Hey, what's up? Hello! Welcome to Sounds Fake But Okay, a podcast where an arrow ace girl, I'm Sarah, that's me. And a demi-straight girl, that's me, Kayla. And hey, I'm Becca. Talk about all things to do with love, relationships, sexuality, and pretty much anything else that we just don't understand. On today's episode, non-arrow ace people. Sounds fake, but okay. Welcome back to the pod! Before anyone complains, this episode was pre-recorded, so by now you're probably used to us talking with the mics, but we don't have the mics today, so sorry. Suck it up. (laughs) This is how it's been for a year anyway. Yep. Uh, It's a nice throwback. Yeah. Uh, Just a reminder of how far we've come, you know? Wow, okay. (laughs) Um... More importantly, however, we have a guest on the podcast today. Hi, Becca. Hi. Yay. Um, Becca, tell us a bit about yourself and your existence in this ace community. Oh, man. Well, I'm a Sagittarius. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, I'm asexual but heteroromantic. What a fun time. So Becca goes to school with us. She does. That's how we know Becca. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, we do theater with Becca. And then Becca joined my major because she was like, I need to spend more time with Sarah. Of course. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, probably, yeah. Yeah. We wanted to have Becca on for a while because, you know, I am both Arrow and Ace, and Kayla is n- neither Arrow nor Ace. Straight. <laughs> yeah. And so we wanted to have Becca on because... You know, she has a kind of a different perspective on things because of the world in which she lives. Um, so I guess if we want to just dive right in. So you already mentioned that you're hetero-romantic asexual. Yep. Um, what do you feel like is, like, a, a common misconception that people have about that? Are there any? I mean, people assume that, like, if you like boys or, like, the opposite gender mm-hmm. that you know you automatically just want to have sex with them yeah which is definitely not true for me yeah and people often assume especially other members of the lgbt community that if you like the opposite gender that you don't belong in the lgbt mm-hmm. community yeah mm-hmm. so i've had some people tell me that you know because i'm hetero romantic that i don't belong in lgbt spaces mm-hmm. And that can be really frustrating. Yeah. Yeah, we've definitely run into that before. Yeah, so I guess in that vein, like, do you feel like, like, do you see yourself as a part of, like, the LGBTQIA plus community? Do you feel welcome in that community? For the most part, yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, because I'm definitely not, like, 100% straight, so I feel like I don't quite, you know, belong in, like, the straight community. Mm Mm-hmm. And I feel like I fit in more with the LGBT plus mm-hmm. community, but at the same time, I'm in that kind of gray area. Yeah, I I feel like that's a common, like, feeling for people under the ace umbrella. Yeah, I think like, we've talked about how I feel like that a lot, because mm-hmm. I am straight, like, I'm heteroromantic, but mm-hmm. I'm also demi, and so I don't quite fit in the straight spot where everyone's like having sex all the time especially in college like right. everyone's constantly hooking up so I don't fit in there 
But then I go to the queer community and I'm like, well, I still like I'm a girl who likes guys. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like this weird place of like you don't fully fit in. Yeah. In either place. Yeah. Do, I mean, because I feel like for a lot of ace people, like coming out is kind of a weird thing. Um, did you ever like have to like actually like come out to people or did you just kind of like live your life? <laughs> I mean, I guess I didn't, this is going to be a backstory, but, like, I didn't really know what asexuality was for a long time. Mm -hmm. I kind of just assumed that I was just living my life the way I did, and then I found out, like, hey, there are people that aren't sexually attracted to people. I'm like, whoa, hey, look, it's me. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of just lived under, like, figuring out what I was for a while, Mm -hmm. and then once I was like, yep, okay, this fits, I, like, told some of my friends, and they were all like, yeah, that's chill. That's that's cool. Mm-hmm. And how old were you when that happened? Probably about 18. Okay. And so, like, I came out to, like, a few people, but, like, it's not really a huge deal for me like, yeah. coming out because, yeah. you know, I still kind of fall into that, like, heteroromantic. And so mm-hmm. people are generally a little more accepting of it because... Mm-hmm. I still, you know, like the opposite gender, mm. and it's not that big of a deal to them. Right. So so you think it's less of a big deal to other people because you're heteroromantic, or at least less of a big deal to straight people? Yeah. Okay. I feel like people might have a harder time, like, accepting it if I was, like, homoromantic, mm-hmm. and because I know that, you know, people who are homosexual have a lot of difficulty with coming out sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I had it a lot easier because right. I'm heteroromantic. Right. Do you think it is also kind of easier because... Because, I mean, for Sarah, like, she doesn't date because she's mm-hmm. aromantic also. And so you can kind of look at her lifestyle and be like, well, why isn't she dating? Mm-hmm. But for you and other people that are not aero but ace, mm-hmm. it, is it, like, easier to kind of hide it or kind of blend in, do you think? Because... You're kind of going along with the normative society thing of, like, I still like people, Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. I think a little bit, yeah. But at the same time, like, I don't really date people because Mm -hmm. a lot of people don't understand, like, that relationships aren't all about sex. Especially at this point in our lives. Yeah. 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 And so I've been on maybe, like, two dates in my whole life Mm -hmm. because... I don't click with other people that just want to hook up. Yeah. And so I get kind of, like, some weird reactions when I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't really date people or whatever. And they're like, but you like boys. How can you not date? (laughs) Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's a little bit easier to hide because I can, like, talk with my friends about, like, crushes and all that Mm -hmm. stuff. But Mm -hmm. at the same time, it's like, why aren't you dating people? Yeah. Yeah. That's understandable. Um, yeah, I guess on on the vein of, like, dating, like, as you mentioned, it's kind of harder to do that when when you're ace. Is that something that, like, the on the few dates you have been on, is that something that, like, you brought up? Or is it just something that, like, you could kind of tell from the vibe of the other person? Like... Yeah, it's... It's not something that I really bring up mm-hmm. um I mean one of one of the people that I've been on a date with knew that I was ace okay. and the other one did not but 
the dates weren't like 100% for other reasons. Yeah. But right. it's not something that like I bring up a lot. Right. But yeah. I could just kind of tell that it wasn't going to work. Right. If you were like theoretically dating someone, mm-hmm. like, and they didn't already know, like, mm-hmm. Can you imagine, like, at what point you might want to, like, bring it up? Or, like, would it kind of just be case-by-case? I feel like it's more of a case-by-case kind of thing. Because it's, like, difficult to, like, be in the middle of a relationship and kind of just, like, throw it at them. Be like, hey, just so you know, I don't really want to have sex with you. Right. And them being like, oh, well, I've invested all my time in this and this isn't what I want. Right. And so I feel like it's kind of a case-by-case thing. Right. And I feel like some people are, like first date they want to go home with someone yeah. and some people it's like I don't even want to have sex with someone so we've been together for three months so like there, there's kind of like it yeah. depends mm-hmm. I just like rather eat pizza big, you know big mood do you see yourself in the future having like a long-term relationship like whether that's like marriage or whether that's just having like a partner for you know a long time yeah yeah I definitely hope so mm-hmm. because like, I love being around people, and that, like, connection with people is like, what I really thrive on. Mm-hmm. And so, I really want a long-term relationship. Yeah. It's just been difficult so far to find right. somebody who fits yeah. in. Right. Because I, I imagine being ace is, is a barrier to a lot of relationships, because a lot of people do value sex. And, and that's kind of where it gets complicated, I would imagine, because it's like, you can't blame them necessarily for Mm. wanting sex but also Mm. it's like well (laughs) me don't you love me (laughs) yeah i've been put in like a few awkward situations in Mm -hmm. which like i thought like a guy was like interested in me and then when we finally hung out they're like hey come to bed with me and i was like ah i'm gonna not do that yeah okay (laughs) yeah I guess, like, what are your thoughts on people, because like Sarah said, it's like you can't blame people for not wanting to be with someone if sex is important to them, but like, Mm -hmm. it's it's just like this weird situation where it's like, okay, like, it's not your fault that you want to have sex in a relationship, and it's Mm -hmm. not my fault, because this is my sexual orientation, Mm -hmm. but like, you feel like, in my, I feel like you'd almost want to blame someone. Yeah. I don't know. Because I, I can I can get... I feel like it just kind of turns into this, like, blame game, to be honest. Like, mm-hmm. like, like, that person could end up resenting your sexuality, and you could end up resenting them for being, like, well, like, I'm not important enough to you for you to, like, yeah. make that sacrifice. So, like... But then they might be, like, well, I'm not important enough to you to make that sacrifice. And then there's just, like, so much misunderstanding about, like, what it all what it all is and what it all means. I can imagine that can get very complicated. <laughs> it's a fun time. <laughs> fun world out there. So do you, so if you were in, you know, a long-term relationship, mm-hmm. like, do you see yourself in a relationship with someone else who's, like, also ace? I mean, that, like, that would be cool. That would be, like, ideal. The, yeah, the like, ideal situation. <laughs> I'm definitely okay with being in a relationship with someone who is an ace, Mm -hmm. but understands that, like, it's not the highest priority for me to, Mm -hmm. you know, be having sex every day. Yeah. I'd be willing, like, maybe in the future to, like, have sex with somebody if it, like, makes them happy and, like, 
I am in love with them and everything, mm-hmm. but I really, you know, don't want to be making that sacrifice, like, constantly. Yeah. Yeah. So it needs to... I feel like if I am in a relationship with somebody, it needs... We need to both have that compromise and yeah. just meet in the middle. That's what relationships are, kids. A lot of compromise. <laughs> <laughs> um, but with that said, also, like, you would be willing to do that. Like, if, mm-hmm. if there are people out there who would not be willing to do that mm-hmm. because because of their sexuality or because of what they're comfortable with, like, mm-hmm. don't. Don't. I'm telling you right now, don't. Unless you feel comfortable with it. In which case, yeah, girl. Do what you want. <laughs> <laughs> that is the hard thing, though, about asexuality is I think most people assume, like, you just don't have sex. Mm-hmm. And They so, assume it's one-size-fits-all, and it's not. Right. Yeah. And so... But also, it's like, okay, if you have, if you're ace and you have sex with one person once, all of a sudden, like, Whoa, that's, you really ace? Like, that's who mm-hmm. you are now, and yeah, like, oh, you right. must be okay having sex all the time then, mm-hmm. like everyone else, mm-hmm. and it's like, well, that's not, not how it works. How anything works. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I do think, we've mentioned this before, but like, because there is so much, like, complexity in terms of, like, how ace umbrella identities present themselves in different people, like, it's oftentimes very hard for people on the outside to understand that, like, because when you, when you think of, when a person from the outside thinks of gay people, they're just like, okay, people who are romantically and sexually interested in people of the same gender, like, that's it. And, like, of course there's going to be variety in there of, like, how much people like to have sex or, like, whatever. But, like, there's just so many different things going on under the ace umbrella that people just have a hard time grasping that there are so many different experiences to be had in that little world. Which is no good. Which is why you gotta educate them, kids! I mean, this is kind of on that same vein, but, like, is there, like, something that you wish more people knew about your orientation? Oof. I guess that not all ace people are the same. Yeah. Like, I know probably about five different ace people, which is, like, It's our theater group. It's It's our theater group. Our theater group has... (laughs) So many. Like, an unproportional amount of ace people. People who I know in real life who are ace... Only one of them is not in our theater group, so... Do I know them? Yeah. But yeah, so, like, everyone has a different experience. Yeah. And not all ace people are going to be comfortable with the same things. Mm -hmm. And it's really important not to just, like, blanket statement, like, oh, hey, all ace ace people do X, Y, and Z, and Mm -hmm. not A, B, and Z. Right. I concur. But honestly, like, I feel like... That's especially true of the ace community, but I feel like we really should be thinking about everyone that way. Mm-hmm. And, like, I know that it's hard to, like, quote-unquote imagine people complexly because you don't want to. You want to put them in boxes. But, like, guys, humans are complex <laughs> things. Remember that. I'm just shaking my head. I know you can't see me. That's also why we wanted to have more guests now in... Year two. I'll keep wanting to call this, like, season two for Season us. two. Let's call it season two. Year two, season two. Season two. two. We have year-long seasons. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's because, <laughs> like, me and Sarah have very specific experiences. Mm-hmm. And we know a lot of you are ace but not arrow. And a lot mm-hmm. of the stuff we talk about has to do with being arrow. Yeah. And so, like, 
we don't want you to think that, like, if your experience isn't like me and Sarah's, that, like, that's, like, off or something, because, like, we bring in people like Becca, whose experience is wildly different than Sarah and I have ever dealt with. On that vein, like, I cannot speak for the entire community, and, like, that's something that I feel like often ace people are asked to do, because most people don't know the number of ace people that we know. So, like, they, they, like, you might be the only ace person they've ever met, and so they, you're kind of expected to speak for the entire community, and that is something that I want to do a whole episode about. But, like, it's, it's something that's, it's difficult, and also it shouldn't be expected of you, but it is. Mm-hmm. And so then you're just like, well... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is there, like, one thing that, like, you really enjoy about, like, your sexuality? Is it, like, there is there something that you are, like, I'm glad this is a part of who I am? I mean, I'm definitely glad it's a part of who I am. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's one thing in particular. I mean, lots of people, when, I, like, I talk to them about being ace, they're like, oh my gosh, you're so lucky. Like... <laughs> <laughs> You don't have to worry about all the things that I have to worry about. You must not get distracted so easily. <laughs> do people get dis- Okay, first yeah, of all, wait, do people get distracted Sounds easily? fake, but okay. Is that <laughs> a thing? People By are like, sex, I guess. They're like, oh my gosh, like, you must not be thinking about this all the time. Do and people like, think about it? <laughs> wait, wait. This oh. is the most <laughs> ace group of people. Wait. <laughs> Hold on. What? <laughs> I know, I know. But I get the I get the thing I'm like, oh my gosh, you're so lucky. I get that all so the time. Strange. And see like, the interesting thing is that I don't get that. I I think I, I would almost say that to you more than if I was gonna be a person that said that, I'd say it to Sarah over Becca. I don't know. Personally. That's I guess so interesting. I'm like the only ace person that a lot of my friends know. Yeah. So they're like, oh my gosh. You must have so much free time. And I'm like, oh That's God. the weird thing, though, is because you're not Arrow. Right. So it's not like you have that much more free time. Like, how much time you s- do you spend having sex? God. Because <laughs> you're not taking out the whole relationship bit for you. Like, mm-hmm. you don't date a lot, but it's like mm-hmm. you still like people. Right. And, like, it takes time to think about people you like. Right. Like, how much time does it take to have sex or pursue it? Does it really take that much more time than dating? I, I guess. I would say dating would take a lot more time than just the act of having sex. Right? I think I would agree. What's <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, I can get why people say that, but also, mm-hmm. like, there's baggage that comes well, with it. Well, that's my thing, is I, I saw a tweet just today of someone being like, every day I wish I would just wake up 100% gay. And on one hand, it was a girl that said that. And I was, on one hand, I was like, same, because men suck. Mm-hmm. But also the problem with saying things like that is, like, that's, like, asking to have your privilege taken away. Yeah. Just so this one part of your life right. is easier. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, sure, if you're ace, you don't have to get distracted or whatever happens <laughs> to people. But also, like, then you face all these problems, like, me and Becca face of being in between two communities or mm-hmm. constantly being asked to speak for an entire community of people. And it's like, do you really want that? Right. Because that's also a waste of my time, too. <laughs> <laughs> but also, I think it's just, it has to do with a lot of the way people view asexuality, because there are a lot of people in the world, and we've discussed this before, who they don't view 
asexuality or people who are under the ace umbrella as people who are in any way oppressed or in any way disadvantaged. And I feel like that, that when people say like, oh, you're so lucky, it kind of reflects that, like, not necessarily ill-intentioned, but definitely, you know, a misunderstanding of like, or, like, an ignorance of, like, the baggage that does come with it. Mm-hmm. And, like, the stuff that you do have to deal with. And, like, no, it's not the same as what gay people might experience or what mm-hmm. other people might experience. But, like... It's there. It's there. Oh, yeah. Sure. And they might not recognize that. Fun story is that a lot of the time when I tell some people that I'm ace, especially, like, some old roommates, when they would get really drunk, they would tell me, you're not really ace. You just haven't found the right boy. Oh, <laughs> I used to feel like that until I had my first boyfriend. And I'm like, oh, oh, honey. <laughs> yeah, I've been lucky enough to avoid that one, but wow, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 happened quite a few times. That's like one of the ones you hear people talk about, yeah. like having heard that, and you just hope that like not as many people are told that as it seems, but no, people, it happens. Yeah. Yeah, what, like, what would you say back to that? Would you just be like, oh, you're drunk, I don't want to deal with this? I'm like, you know, that's, that's what you can think, but I'm pretty sure I know myself. Yeah. I'm like, they're drunk, they don't remember the next morning, but like... Yeah. That's shitty, though, because you know when people are drunk, they say what they actually think. Yeah. Yeah. So then you're like, oh, you're actually (laughs) right person. Are you still friends with these people, or like, have you educated them better, Um, or... One of them I've kind of, like, broken off. One or two of them I've broken off with because Mm -hmm. of other things that have happened. Right. Like, and then, like, two other people I'm still friends with. Okay. And so it's, it's half and half. Yeah. Some people feel bad about it and they're like, oh my gosh, I'm sorry. Like. Yeah. I didn't mean that. And you're like. Okay. I don't know whether I believe you or not. But all right. Right. It's also, like, people who, like, they they think they're helping you and they're yeah. not or like they think it's it's like when I've had people tell me like when they're drunk at mm-hmm. a party and I'm sober they're like oh my god like I can't believe you're doing this sober like oh my god yeah and 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 I'm just like drink either, do I don't you? yeah I also yeah. don't drink <laughs> so it's like I mean I what do you want me to say well, it's to like that? people feel bad for you. They're like... But I think they also, in some ways, feel guilty about themselves. Oh, yeah. Drunk yeah. people always feel... Okay, I can say as someone that does drink, I always feel bad when I'm drunk and I know I'm being obnoxious and there's someone sober with me. I do always feel guilty because, like, I know I'm being annoying right now. But you're annoying when you're sober, too, so it's okay. That's fair. <laughs> but, like, for the ace perspective, it's almost like they're saying that to be like, oh, you must be sad. I'm gonna make you feel better yeah, by saying yeah. that I used to feel like that. Like, they're pitying you. Like, it's something... Yeah. To be inherently bad to mm-hmm. not want to have sex. Like, they mm-hmm. feel bad for you. Yeah. And it's like, it is not all that. Can you stop? There's a reason I don't want to have sex. I don't know what it is, but it, it is. <laughs> it's it's <So>. there. <laughs> Just let me do that, because that's what I want. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, f- I feel like it definitely is pretty similar to, like, the not drinking thing. Is people mm-hmm. just, like, they don't get it. And, like, obviously not drinking is, like... It's not an orientation. It's, it's, it's not like I'm like <laughs> I'm not attracted to alcohol. But like when when people are like, oh, you're in college and you don't drink, and it's not because you used to have a drinking problem and are now sober. It's just because you don't want to. And I'm like, yeah. 
And I, I do have people, because I'll tell people, like, yeah, a lot of my friends don't drink, because mm-hmm. a lot of my friends don't drink. And they're like, why? Yeah. Why don't they drink? Like, they need a reason. And I'm like, I don't know, they just don't want to. And people are like, why don't they want to? Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know, they just don't feel the urge to. And like, and like, like I don't know. I've, I've had people kind of, like, probe for an answer on that, and I don't have a really super specific... Like, because answer people, that people are happy with. Because some people are like, oh, alcoholism runs in my family, so I don't... Like, right. I've seen bad things happen, mm-hmm. which is totally valid. Mm-hmm. But if it's like, if you don't have some dramatic reason like that, and yeah. it's like, oh, well. And it's like the same thing when I tell people, oh, I don't like the taste of alcohol. They're like, oh, yeah. you just haven't found the right drink <gasps> no, yet. Yeah. Well, that's the same thing <laughs> yeah. as you haven't found the right guy. Yeah, exactly. Or, like, or they're mm-hmm. like, well, if you just, like, drink it enough... It'll, you'll get, used, you'll get to it. used to it, and you'll learn to like it. And I'm like, not true of alcohol. I mean, maybe it's true of alcohol. Maybe you just like it's more true of alcohol than it is. It's definitely about more sex. true of alcohol than <laughs> it is about people. Like, I can tell you that is yeah. you can you can learn to like alcohol. I don't think you can learn to like sex. Yeah, I don't think it works like that. I think mm-hmm. you can learn to tolerate it. Yeah, you can about as far as it goes. Yeah, it's not like I like the taste of when I can taste alcohol. Yeah. I've learned to tolerate alcohol that doesn't taste good. I don't think I could learn to tolerate liking sex if I didn't like it. Yeah. Because that's not something you tolerate. Right. <laughs> like, like, you shouldn't just be tolerating sex. You know, like, that's... If yeah, you, no. if that's the situation you're in, you need to reevaluate. Yeah. For sure. Nope. Um, nope. Have, have you ever had people, like, ask you, like, why if they find out that you're ace? Kind of. Okay. Like... It's mostly, like, when I tell people I'm ace, and they're like, oh my god, what is that? And I'm like, <laughs> what are you? Yeah. And I explain it, and they're like, oh, why do you think you feel that way? And I was like, I, I, Why are like people asking, gay? Yeah, like, like, why right? do you think you feel gay? It's like, I don't know. <laughs> why do you think you feel gay? Why do you think gay? you feel straight? Like, I don't know. Or, like, I get the, how do you know you're ace if you've never had sex oh, with somebody? No. I'm like, well... How, How do you, you know, know you're straight? Right, if you've if ever had sex with someone the same of the same gender. gender. Yeah. People are stupid. Yeah. Like, they, they, they fail to see the hypocrisy in what they're saying. And it's just like... And then you point it out and they're like, well, because being straight is normal. And then I'm like, so you're homophobic. <laughs> Thanks <laughs> for more. letting me know. <laughs> I'm taking, um, like, a sexual orientation in the media class and in our textbook there was like this part where it was a bunch of questions like that like well how do you how old were you when you found out you were straight and like how did your parents react and you know the divorce rate among lesbian women is much lower than straight people so how can you like morally get married knowing that and it's like (laughs) those are questions you'd never ask a straight person right they don't make sense because they also don't make sense to ask anyone else yeah Exactly. Are there things, because this pod is called Sounds Fake But Okay, are there things about, like, the the straight dating, like, the, like, heterosexual dating world, or just, mm-hmm. like, even sexual, sexual in general world. world that sounds fake to you? <laughs> okay, so this sounds weird, but flirting? Yeah. H- how? What? I don't know. Uh, apparently, like, people just know how to flirt? Yeah. 
what? <laughs> yeah. It's just like, to me, that's just like you're being friendly. And right? that's why I always accidentally flirt with people. I've been told that I <laughs> I am very flirty. And I am like, how? I feel, like, nice. I feel like that's a really common A's experience. Because we don't realize. We're just, we're just, especially because we're like, we're Midwesterners. Yeah. Like, we're just, we're, nice we're a friendly people. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's especially like. Especially if you leave the Midwest oh, and you goodness. go somewhere else. Like, people... This isn't relevant to the podcast, but my sister yesterday, <laughs> she was talking to this girl who's in one of her classes who was from California, mm-hmm. went to undergrad in California. Like, this is her first time. She's in grad school now. This is her first time being, like, living anywhere else. And she was at, like, Meyer or something, which is, like, a kind of a grocery store. And, um, it's kind of a grocery store. It's like the grocery store. Well, it's a grocery store, but it's also like kind of a it's mix. It's a super store. The clothes yeah. there are actually pretty good. Right. Like it's, it's, it's like a high class Walmart in some oh, ways. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> uh, it's a very Midwest store, Michigan specific store. Um, but, uh, there was a guy who was in the parking lot who like had just finished his car. He just like loaded his car. And he was like, hey, like, you do you want my, do you want to take my car? Like, she was going in, and she was like, oh, no, like, it's okay. And he was like, I mean, I'm just getting rid of it. Like, you can, you can take it. Mm-hmm. And she was, like, like concerned and, like, scared. And, <laughs> and then she, like, kept saying no. He was like, all right, fine. Like, I'll just put it back. So he, like, puts it in, like, the cart return. And... And, like, only afterwards did she realize he was being completely genuine, and he was just trying to be nice and give her his cart, and, like, she just automatically, like, jumped to, like, what, like, what did he do to this cart? And, like, because apparently she was like, yeah, like, the last time that I had a run-in with someone with a cart, um, they were just ramming it into my back, because I was walking too slow. (laughs) (laughs) This makes me want to never live anywhere but the Midwest. <laughs> yeah. After living in California for three months, I'm just like, wow, we're so great in the Midwest. Yeah. <laughs> just so nice. Anyway, off topic. Um, what were we talking about? We were talking about flirting. Oh, yeah. Flirting. Like, it's just, I, I'm just trying to be nice. Right? And it's like, well, then that's also the question of, like, okay, if you're not straight... If you're, I, I, I've actually seen a lot of tweets about this where it's like, like gay women, like complimenting other women Mm -hmm. and then being like, oh my God, like, thank you so much. Like, you're such a good friend. And they're like, I'm trying to fuck you. (laughs) Like, (laughs) yeah, like I'm flirting with you and you're taking it as just a compliment from a friend. (laughs) Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Because like. I don't know, girls supporting girls is, like, a huge mm-hmm. thing. And, like, I tell people, like, oh, my God, I love your shoes. And, oh, yeah. like, oh, my gosh, you know, your eyes are so pretty. Yeah. And I, I mean it in a completely just, like, genuine, just, like, nice platonic. way. Yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah. think if any girl, because, gr- yeah, girls compliment each other all the mm-hmm. time. So I don't know if a girl ever told me something like that. I don't think I'd ever take it as flirting. I'd be like, I oh. probably wouldn't unless I was given some other indication. Well, yeah, unless they were being extra flirtatious. Yeah. But, like... But then if a guy right. said that, I would be uh, scared. scared. Yeah. <laughs> Men scare me. Yeah. Well, because par- scary. I mean, partially because, like, you know, the whole, I, like, don't abuse me thing. <laughs> but, but also just, like, because I'm a-, a romantic, I'm like, I don't want 
any advances of any type. And from a girl, I'm not assuming it's an advance, whereas mm-hmm. from a guy, I, That's I usually fucked am. Up, yeah. It is fucked up, but it's just, like, the way also my the way brain... Raised, yeah. It's just, like... Fuck. I know. It's fucked up. I know. So a lot of the times, I can't even tell when guys are flirting with me. Yeah. You get like, girls into the mix, and you're like, well, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> my mom has had to tell me that guys are flirting oh with me. Oh my god, that's... <laughs> that's when you know it's bad. I'm the so it's clueless. Oh I am god. so clueless. That's so funny. <laughs> It's really funny. Uh, yeah, it's a struggle. Yeah. It's a struggle. But then, but then, I don't know if you've had this experience, but I've had the experience where, like, once I realized that I was accidentally flirting with people, I'm now afraid that I'm accidentally flirting with everyone. Oh yeah. And then I'm like, am I? Is this person actually flirting with me, or am I just flattering myself? <laughs> like, am I just like thinking they are because I'm afraid they might? Oh, be. I do that all the time. I'm like. Am I friends with this guy? Like, they don't... Because it, it feels very egotistical to just assume yeah, that everyone is flirting with you. And then you're like, ooh, I'm so great. Every guy likes me. And then you're like, but dude, what? Yeah. I'm just trying to protect myself. So you said you, like, first heard about asexuality when you were, like, 18. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was it... I feel like a lot of people, it's, like, online. Oh, yeah. Was it online? It was online, Yeah. I think it was probably through Tumblr or something. Yeah. <laughs> when, like, when you were kind of first, like, questioning slash discovering your identity, like, was that something that was difficult for you? Or was it just kind of like, oh, this makes sense? It was definitely the moment of like, oh my gosh, this is real. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not crazy. Right. Like, this yeah. totally makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. And... It was that moment of, like, clarity of, like, yeah, wow, there's a word for this. Right. Yeah. Did you, did you feel like you latched onto the word asexual, like, right away, or was it a process to get to that point? I think it was more of a process because, like, when I first saw asexual, it was, like, always related with science. Asexual, but also aromantic. Oh, yeah, you're right. And so I'm like... But I still like boys. Can right. I can I be asexual if I still like boys? Yeah. And Oh no. It, it took a while for that to come together. Sorry, that oh no was unrelated to what That's... Becca was saying. I forgot I was wearing mascara and I was just itching my eye. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it, it was kind of that just realization like, oh hey, look, what I'm feeling is valid. Yeah. But I've also gotten a lot, like, from other people, like, mm-hmm. but it's just a label. What happens if you change your mind later? Then you change your label. And I'm like, well, yeah, then I just, I change my mind. And yeah. I'm like, well, I'm not this anymore. That's right. fine. Right. It's, then, it's like if you're in a relationship for a really long time and then it just stops working. Like, you, you change your label from right. in a relationship <laughs> to not in a relationship. <laughs> Right? Like, that's just, that's just how it goes. Mm. People are so concerned that once you attach yourself to a label, mm. that like, oh my god, it's forever. You mm. can't change it. And yeah. they worry about getting too attached to the label that mm. like, when you do change, it's always when you change your mind, mm. not if you change your mind. Yeah. When you change your mind, can you let go of the label? It's mm. like, so, so they're concerned that you're taking on this label because they expect that you will 
change it at some point. Pretty much. That's yeah. the only reason why they're concerned. Yeah. Because they feel like, I'm not really ace. Mm-hmm. You just haven't found the right person. Or, yeah. you'll grow out of it. You're a late bloomer. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, that's, that's that can be frustrating. When people say that to you, when they're mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, you just, you're going to change your mind. Mm-hmm. Like, do, do you feel as though it's because they don't think asexuality exists as a whole as an orientation? Or if they're just, they're afraid of you identifying with that. Like, they don't want you particularly to. I think it's because I'm also heteroromantic. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I think that they're like, oh, well, you like boys. You can't be asexual. How else are you going to have children, right? Yeah. And so I, I don't think it's necessarily that they're afraid of me identifying, like, with it or whatever. I think it's just they see that part of me is, like, more like them. And they want okay. me to be, like, 100% like them. Yeah. And... Yeah. Yeah. And um, that's not how I roll. Right. Not how well, Becca rolls. I think people... Cause I've had to educate so many people on the different types of attraction, like mm-hmm. sexual versus romantic. Because so many people, I think, they think they're automatically linked. And one comes and then the other comes. Mm-hmm. And they, like, are a little package deal that people mm-hmm. do not understand that they can be very separate. Mm-hmm. Right. And that... Like, they don't always come together, and people just have a very hard time, even though there's, like, uh, the amount of people I've had to be like, no, like, they're different. I can be romantically attracted to someone and not sexually attracted to them. Like, mm-hmm. they don't have to come at the same time. Like, mm-hmm. people just have a very hard time getting that through mm-hmm. their heads. Yeah. Yeah. And do you feel like the people who are telling you that are mostly, like, people of older generations or people of our generations? Like, do we even tell people of older generations? Like, I told my parents Mm -hmm. because, like, I'm really close with my parents. And my mom was like, oh, okay, that's fine. Like, her main concern was, like, do you still want to have kids? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, "Yeah, I do. Yeah, I love kids. I want to be a mom one day. Yeah. And she's like, okay, that's chill. That's fine. I just wanted grandkids. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) My, My dad, like... Had a little bit harder time understanding. He's like, oh, well, you know, what happens if you change your mind kind of a thing. Yeah. And eventually he came around to it. So, like, it's mm-hmm. fine. But, like, other people of, like, older generation, I, I, I tend not to. Yeah. If I can fly under the radar, yeah. then I will. Yeah, that is part of the thing with being ace is that, mm-hmm. like, you, you usually can get away with avoiding telling people mm-hmm. Who you aren't like close to, right? So you do want kids, yeah? Would you yeah. just be like, I'm gonna go the adoption route? I'm gonna like, do you have any idea of how you'd want to? I mean, that? I'd love to have biological children, mm-hmm. and like, if for whatever reason that doesn't work out, I'm totally fine with adopting. Mm-hmm. I'm like not dead set on one option or another. Yeah. So I'm, I'm open to all possibilities right. there. I'm like not ready to have kids right now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> It's not yeah. a huge concern for me at the moment, but... Yeah. But but there definitely are Ace Umbrella people who do want kids, and mm-hmm. I am not one of them, but that... Mm-hmm. But, again, like, I don't have the singular Ace experience. Becca mm-hmm. has a different experience. Kayla has a different experience. At World. Yeah, a lot Just of people, a reminder. I feel like the constant question is, like, if you're Ace and you want to have kids, like, how would you? And it's like, it's not like Ace people can't have sex. Right. Like... You can still do it if you want to. It's just yeah. the attraction that isn't there. Right. right. Like, yeah. 
I'm allowed to have sex, guys. Wow. Whoa. I know. It's shocking. But I'm allowed to yeah, do what I want. Yeah, that's definitely a confusion is, like, around sex-positive asexuality. Mm-hmm. That people just, like... Or even just sex-neutral. Like, yeah. people were like... Like, I was... I would. Yeah. If, if I was in a situation. Right. Well, it's, like, the desire versus attraction. Like, my textbook for my queer media class... Asexual was in it, which I was very excited about, because I was worried the class would be exclusionist, and Mm -hmm. I was, like, very scared of the class. Um, So it was, like, in the book, in a list of a bunch of, like, sexual orientation definitions, but they said it's a lack of sexual desire. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that... That is wrong. Isn't true, because I could have no sexual attraction, but still desire to have sex. Yeah. And people... The desire and the attraction thing, I think, is hard for people to also parse out. Yeah, because it's... It, a lot of people, when you first talk about, like, asexuality and you explain it, they jump to, like, celibacy. And it's Mm -hmm. like, that's not it, though. Like, Mm -hmm. that's, that's different. Mm -hmm. Like, people who are celibate often still have attraction or even desire. Mm -hmm. It's just they choose not to act on it. Yeah. What a world we live in. Um, is there anything else you want to say about your... Oh my gosh. Your whole world? It's it's pretty cool. Um... (laughs) pretty happy <laughs> i don't know i think i think we've talked about a lot we sure have do you have any advice for people that are maybe younger or still in the questioning process or like aren't as accepting of themselves as you are oh man definitely reach out to the community and find other people that have that experience and talk with them mm-hmm. because even like if you're not accepting of yourself. You can find somebody who is accepting of themselves and they yeah. can help you talk through it. And if you end up deciding that you're not ace, well, you have a better understanding of the ace community anyway. Right. It's not like you've lost anything. Exactly. And, and maybe you have some friends now. Yeah. Yeah. Friends are always great. Friends so, are yeah. And we live in a golden age of internet communication. Like, you don't necessarily have to find ace people that you know in real life, although obviously, like, Becca and I both have, like, there are, there's a whole world out yeah, there. The Tumblr community, especially. Yeah. Like, there are several strong. discords you can join. Yeah. And just, like, meet people and talk. Like, yeah. they're out there if you want to find or even them. even just hop on Avon and go from there, like. Or we're here. We are hey. here. <laughs> Stellar. Um... Uh, then what's our, what's our poll for this week? Alright, kids. We have, it's not quite a poll. We have a short answer. Short answer, free response, <laughs> essay question for you. Uh, within, uh, 280 characters or less. <laughs> or do a thread. Or do I a guess. thread. Email us. <laughs> Kayla, what is um, the so short So it is, answer? what is the most annoying thing that someone has said to you about being ace or being or about just ace. your sexuality, or about even if just, you're not yeah, even... Your sexuality, so, like, Becca's of people telling her, like, you're not really ace. Like, what yeah. is the most annoying thing someone has ever said to you? I'm trying to think what mine is. I think the most annoying thing someone has said to me was, you don't belong in the LGBTQ yeah. community. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we love it. Speaking of just things that annoying. make us sad, uh, Kayla, what's your beef of the week? My beef of the week is... I think my week for the week is people who are given, like, responsibility, and then they're just like, I'm good. And I'm like, but you were given this job oh, to no, be you in don't charge do of things. And, like, and then they're like, 
No. Especially if they, like, asked for that job. I know. They're like, I want this job. I'm going to do a really good I'm job. I'm running And then you're like, job. cool, I'll give it to you. You're hired. And then they're like, no. I'm good. But what if I just didn't? And yeah. I'm like, why are you here? The other option is I couldn't. I could just not do that thing. <laughs> Well, that's my beef of the week, I guess. Good. That's like my beef of, I have had that beef, beef for of years. Beef of the life. So, but yeah. Just thought of it. Um, so. Becca, do you have a beef of the week or should I go first? I mean, I, I can go. All um, right. With school starting, I think I'm going to do a real simple one. It's slow walkers. Oh! People who don't know how to get places quickly. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, my Oof. God. I am, I am real big on fast walking. Yep. Yes. And, um... If you're going to walk slow, walk slow, but get out of my fucking way. <laughs> yep. Yep. It's a real simple one, but it's come up a lot. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I cannot. Um, I cannot deal with that. Reminds me of my beef of the week from, what, two episodes ago? California Drivers? Mm. If you're going to go slow, go slow, but get out of my fucking way. <laughs> um, my beef of the week is really specific. <laughs> my beef of the week is white fanboys who think that everything that a rapper says in a song that isn't, let's fuck, is super deep. So, like, like they just think... So the fucking isn't deep? Saying let's fuck isn't deep? Go home, Kayla. I'm um, in my house. I'm, like, I think, I feel like this happens a lot, where they're, like, they listen to a song, and they're like, oh my god, Frank Ocean is so like Frank Ocean, I wouldn't even consider him a rapper, but like here we are. Um, <laughs> but no, the, a specific example. There's this song called "Can I Have This Dance." I forget who it's by, but it's featuring Chance the Rapper, and I like it because it sounds like Phil Collins. But well, I also like the Chance part. Like it's it fine. Okay. But there's this. I was I was on the YouTube video of it because I was trying to decide if I wanted to like you know listen to it more. So I was listening to it. And I decided, yes. But there's a line um, where Chance the Rapper says, I love you more than your mother. And first of all, that could be interpreted more than one way. The intention was like, I love you more than your mother loves you. But I love you more than I love your mother. <laughs> yeah, it could be a take of that one. But I was, for some reason, I was in the comments and this one guy was like, that line is like, so deep. And I was like, no, that line's fucking presumptuous. You think you love her more than her mother loves her? It's Do like, you know her mother? It's like those tweets that are like, when so-and-so said XY lyric, yeah. I really felt that. Oh, and like at this point yeah. it's like a meme, but oh, when yeah. that was first thing, I was like, that is the simplest lyric yeah. I've ever heard in Like, also life. like, A, that's very presumptuous. Like, you think that you love this person more than their mother. Also, if you know for a fact that you love her more than her that's mother... That's sad! Then that's... Why are you bringing this up? Why are you reminding her? probably has some issues to deal with. Uh, yeah, that's all. That was like, very specific. Like, it's a... Like, because the line is like, I love you more than your mother, more than you love yourself. Which is oh, like... that's not good! Yeah, and it's like, I have some issues with that line... And it's not that deep. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, I get that you're just trying to say that you love her a lot, but... Um, but stop. Like, maybe not so that the white fanboys of the world will right. stop! <laughs> There's a similar thing that I have with the song, like, Rude. Mm. Like, where he's like, I'm gonna marry her anyway. And I'm like, have you asked her? Right, like, have you discussed yeah. this with her? 
Like, like if you have, okay. Right. Does she like, want to marry like, you? Her dad so? said no. Have you even talked to her about this right. yet? Like, like I think it's stupid and antiquated that you need to get the dad's permission. So, like, right. I'm glad that you're rebelling against stereotypical, horrible, you know, heteronormative, misogynistic... Wow. <laughs> Go off. <laughs> you know, standards. Mm-hmm. But uh, you need to make sure your girl's gonna say yes. Yeah. Before you do this. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wouldn't if I were her. He sounds like an asshole. <laughs> I mean, they have some bopping songs. Give them that. Um, but yeah, you can <laughs> you can find that short answer question or tell us about your beef of the week on our Twitter at SoundsFakePod. Uh, we also have a Tumblr, SoundsFakePod.tumblr.com if you're like, wow, I'm questioning my sexuality. I might be ace. Tumblr? Our Tumblr. Great place to go. <laughs> um, you can also email us on spakepod at gmail.com. Um, we have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash pod. if you want to give us your money. Uh, cool. Thanks. Um, <laughs> That's a really good pitch. Thank you. Our $2 Patreon. I wonder if that's why we haven't got a lot of new patrons recently. <laughs> our $2 Patreons are Sarah Jones and Keith McBlain. Our $5 Patreons are Jennifer Smart, uh, Street the Venicode, Austin Lydry, Finney, and Perry Fierro. And our $10 patrons are Emma Fink. You can find on YouTube by looking up Emma T. Fink and Tristan Call, who would like to promote the DVR and Teller page, Rationally Paranoid. Uh, Becca, do you have social media you'd like to promote? Um, My Tumblr isn't super active, but it's Canadian with a blog. And, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not really on Twitter, but you can follow me if you want <laughs> at Official Canadia. And she is Canadian. Have you learned that Becca is Canadian? It's, it's shocking, I know. <laughs> you spent the summer in Canadia. I did, you? I did. Nice. You're in uh, Montreal and Quebec. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was like, I think it's Quebec, but maybe it's Montreal, both. It's both. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, if you want to follow me on social media, I'm at Costielli, C-O-S-T-I-E-L-L-I-E on Twitter and Instagram. And I'm elsewhere, but, like, those are the more interesting ones. Kayla? I am at Kayla underscore Cass, K-A-Y-L-A underscore K-A-S. There's that for our shameless self-promo. Um, thank you, Becca, for coming on the pod finally after... <laughs> literally an entire like, year nine months of talking about it like <laughs> like we were pregnant with this podcast and now it's here you know wow. you know we went to full term yeah. um thanks for having me on kayla's podcast. making a horrible thing <laughs> like yeah of course i'm we're happy to have you on this pod um everyone will like come back i'll just yeah just let me know Something exciting yeah i'll be here till december <laughs> um thanks for listening tune in next sunday for more of us in your ears and until then, take good care of her cows. Kayla forgot to say her line. Shame on her. Cow.